You're listening to the Earn That Body podcast, episode number 223. Welcome to the Earn That Body show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. bring you fitness, nutrition, and health information that you can put into play right away, every day. That is my goal with this podcast. I hope you're doing great, and I hope you are ready for a wonderful week ahead. Today, we're going to talk about the best eggs possible. How do you buy the best eggs? Have you ever gone to the market and seen how many types of eggs there are? I'm kind of astonished at this point. Like you get to the egg aisle and you see so many different options. You see brown, you see white, jumbo, organic, free range, vegetarian fed, humane, farm fresh. The list goes on and on. Some things have been added. Some things have been taken away. Like, honestly, I got to the point where I'm like, what are all these different types and what what should I recommend to people? And that is what we are going to talk about today on the Earn That Body podcast after this. And now it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. In today's Eagle Eye on Health, coming to you from the Idea Fitness Journal, they are talking about red meat on the chopping block. What are they talking about? Well, red meat remains a staple in the typical American diet, But it appears that if more people got their protein fix from other sources, it could help in the ongoing battle against type 2 diabetes. A joint investigation between researchers in Denmark and at Harvard University discovered that replacing some red meat intake with other protein foods, including poultry, fish, legumes, dairy, and nuts, during a four-year period was associated with a 10 to 18% lower risk of type 2 diabetes in the subsequent four-year time frame. Nearly 150,000 adults participated in the study, so that's a solid study, people. The drop in diabetes rates reported in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition was found to occur whether people replaced unprocessed or processed red meat, but the effect was stronger for the latter. That means serving up salmon or lentils for dinner more frequently than sausage. Now, pretty much I would always preach that, but I do like people to understand that some red meat in your diet is totally okay, but it does have to be limited. I would never have red meat every single day. I probably have red meat once a week, if that, probably more like once every other week. So I do think it can be an important part of the diet, but I do think you also have to very much so limit how much you take in, and this article is pretty much agreeing with that. Now, let's talk about eggs. Now, I did a lot of research on this, but one article came actually from Bone Appetite magazine, and they were talking all about eggs and which ones at the end of the day, when you look at all those different packages, you should grab, right? Now, all this being said, I want you to know that I am an egg eater. I eat eggs every single day. I have one egg and one egg white every single day, and it's like my favorite thing in the world. So much so that we did get our own chickens. Last year, when COVID started, we did get 
five baby chicks that we have raised. They are a year old now and they are a huge part of our family. If you'd like to know their names, because everybody always asks, we have Big B, uh, we have Betty, we have Edith, we have Eleanor, and we have Mabel. We went with the old lady names <laughs> genre for our pack of chickens. Now we love these girls so much. They produce an egg a day, all of them. So we get five fresh eggs a day and they are organically fed. My girls get to roam outside. We have a big backyard um, and it's exciting. It, it was definitely a super fun thing. We have the backyard and the space to do this type of thing uh, and it's brought us a lot of joy and because we eat so many eggs it's definitely worked out but then when I saw this article and I remembered being in the market looking for eggs because now we really barely buy any um, there were just so many questions and every now and then I do have clients that ask as well so Bon Appetit definitely helped put things into perspective in terms of what you really need to be looking at now, one of the terms that you may see on a box, we'll start right off, is vegetarian fed hens. Now, if it says that, what you want to know is that that doesn't make a lot of sense because chickens are what they call bloodthirsty scavengers. They truly are scavengers. They definitely eat the grains and the seeds, but chickens are omnivores and eat just about everything. They will eat earthworms. Man, they love the worms that I can pick off my kale plants. Uh, they eat crickets, specks of insects, fly larvae, harvested in cow patties, they say. I mean, they will eat anything, all sorts of tiny bugs. They will eat and they won't even think twice about it. Um, so it's important that you understand that vegetarian fed hens, if it says that, it doesn't really mean a whole lot, but something that you can keep in mind. Now, some also say kosher, and according to Bon Appetit, as long as they're not cracked, almost all eggs are kosher. So they didn't think that the post on kosher being on the box really said a whole lot as well. It's kind of like so many marketing efforts out there, like so many products will say gluten-free, but that product is naturally gluten-free and they're trying to highlight like that they you know took the gluten out of it or something and a lot of the things that you're gonna see on an egg carton are kind of that way they're just like they're written there because you think it's healthier but it's just how all eggs naturally are now what about free range cage-free or pastured you're definitely gonna see that on those boxes conventional egg laying hens live in what they call battery cages cramped mesh cells that prevent the hens from ever stretching their wings, nesting, or doing much at all besides producing eggs. And having five girls of my own, it breaks my heart to hear that. Battery, it kind of sounds like the cages are electrified or that the chickens are battered, but the term actually comes from how hundreds, sometimes thousands of the wire cells neighbor one another and share wire dividers like little cells in a battery. Now, on average, each hen has about 70 square inches of space, which is less than a regular sheet of paper. Seven or eight birds sometimes share a single cage. Oh, that is so, so sad. One reporter said that the system is spending the rest of your, it would be like spending the rest of your entire life in a wire cage the size of your bathtub with four other people. 
Now, activists have successfully fought against battery cages. California outlawed them in 2008, and major companies like Safeway and McDonald's have voiced their commitment to sourcing cage-free eggs. All right, so that's good because that is just completely unacceptable in my book. But guess what? Cage-free doesn't always mean cruelty-free. Cage-free only means that the chickens are not kept in cages. They might still live on top of one another in a very cramped facility, and they might not ever see the light of day. Literally, no daylight. Some studies suggest cage-free chickens have a higher mortality rate because without the cages, the chickens are actually pecking at each other to death, and disease spreads more easily. I will tell you, these girls, (laughs) these hens of mine, It's amazing. They are like teenage girls. If they want to pick on one of them, they will pick on one of them. And it'll break your heart to see. So they literally could peg each other to death in an environment where they couldn't really get far away from each other. Now, free range is better because chickens must have access to the outdoors if it says free range. Access, however, doesn't mean that chickens go outside any more than maybe a gym membership means you go to the gym. Some free-range chickens roam freely on these picturesque fields, but other chickens can only access a screened-in porch. It really depends on the farm. So free-range doesn't also necessarily mean that they have the best life, but it's getting better. (laughs) Now, what about pastured? Pastured is your safest bet. Usually, pasture-raised hens actually live outdoors and eat a diet of seeds and insects that could improve the taste and nutrition of the eggs. So that's kind of going to be your best bet when you're picking out your eggs. Go for the pastured ones. Now, what about when it says no added hormones? Well, guess what? The FDA already outlaws hormones in poultry production, but they say check the asterisk on the carton. Any claim of hormone-free should be qualified by the statement that says federal regulations prohibit the use of hormones. So it says hormone-free, but again, that's already a regulation, so that's a little bit of one of those marketing things. Now, what about antibiotic-free? Pretty much the same goes for this is what they're saying. Even though antibiotics are common in chicken feed, egg-laying hens rarely get medicated with antibiotics. The FDA only approves three types of antibiotics for egg-laying flocks, and even if the hens are treated with antibiotics, their eggs shouldn't be affected. So just something to keep in mind when you're looking at the different labels and maybe the price, because every time they add one of these labels to your eggs, you know they're like, oh, I can charge them another dollar if they think it's even better. Now here's one I had not seen before, but apparently it is out there. Humanely raised. Humane is a subjective term, they say. The certified humane seal or animal welfare approved spell it all out. And in order to be certified humane, egg producers must abide by a host of rules that ensure chickens live in decent conditions, following things about their rodent activity, ventilation, floor coverings, and their nesting boxes. 
basically, according to Bon Appetit, they said there can't be too many rats and there needs to be some airflow with a nice cushy litter material to build the nest. If they can do that, it's considered certified humane. Hens are also given boxes of dirt to roll around in because chickens naturally do something called dust bathing to prevent lice and other parasites. They look so funny when they are dust bathing, just so you know. And I guess they are given these boxes of dirt if they are certified humane. I remember the first time we saw our chickens doing dust bathing. My husband called me out and he's like, oh my God, I think she's laying an egg right there in the dirt. I don't know what to do. Should I pick her up? Should I put her in the nesting box? This was before they were laying and we were sort of waiting for the first eggs. And they just like burrow into the dirt and they fluff their feathers and the dirt is flying everywhere. I mean, it's kind of amazing how clean these chickens are considering they are rolling around in the dirt. Well, he was certain that she was, must've been laying her first egg. I mean, it does look kind of funny, but then I did my Google research immediately and I was like, this is normal. It's just called dust bathing. So at least if they're certified humane, they are getting a box of dirt. It doesn't sound as nice as being out there on the pasture, but it is definitely better than nothing. Okay, what about, and this is pretty true for so many foods that have the label that says natural on them. Like you pick up food boxes all the time and it's like natural. Like what the heck does that even mean? What does that qualify them to to do? Everything is natural according to Bon Appetit um, because things like this come from nature, but the USDA clarifies that egg products are natural when they contain no artificial ingredients like added color uh, and they would be minimally processed. So natural, I mean, they're not really adding any color or ingredients to an egg generally, right? So pretty much most of most all eggs, they said, except an Easter egg, would qualify as natural. So don't pay a lot of extra money just because your box said natural. Now this one I hadn't really, I've always seen it and I really never knew what it meant. Egg grades. Have you seen like the A, double A, or B? Well, the USDA grades eggs, double A, A or B, with double A being the best, most uniform egg, and B, the most unsightly or somehow defective egg. Now, critics argue that the grades are cosmetic because they don't promise protection from salmonella and the most dangerous and common pathogens carried by eggs. Consumers confuse these egg grades only as an assurance that the eggs aren't cracked or mishappen for a safety standards. But at best, these egg grading tries to make sure that the egg whites aren't mixed with the brown. At worst, the seals allow companies to pump up the prices. So it's kind of interesting to know that in terms of, of what they're looking at with the egg grades. Now you're definitely gonna see this one. Of course, this is the only kind of egg that I will ever buy if it says it is organic. Now, the USDA regulates organic and organic eggs must come from free-range chickens fed with 100% organic feed, meaning no administered antibiotics, no hormones, no arsenic, no poultry slaughter byproducts. Don't you think it's so sad that that's even happening, that there could be arsenic in their feed? I mean, or, or poultry slaughter byproducts? Like... At what point 
do people not do these things? Like feed chickens. I mean, it's a whole different podcast in itself, but it makes me so sad that I have to pick organic on my box because I want to make sure that my chicken didn't have any arsenic when they're giving me that egg. Anyway, organic, it's a reliable standard and usually a really good indication that free range requirements are enforced. So at the end of the day, you go into the market, you're going to go to the egg shelf and you're going to think of me next time and you're going to be like, wow, there really are a lot of boxes here with a lot of different words and comments and labels and right. So what can we trust? Well, first, you might want to find an egg company certified by outside boards like Vital Farms, Family Homestead and Oliver's Organics. They all have good reputations. That's something to think about. Um, you want to basically forget hormone-free, antibiotic-free, natural, or other nonsense things like that, which the eggs already are those things. So if that's what they're pumping you with, just know that they're probably trying to jack up the price. Ideally, the best egg, you want organic, pastured, or free-range, USDA A or AA, Stamped with the certified humane seal is ideal as well. But honestly, a solid organic is probably gonna get you already some kind of free range. So if you can't remember all of it, go with organic as what's the most important. And if you have to pay a few more dollars or a couple more dollars than usual, just know that that is money spent well because those chickens are getting taken care of much better than the ones that I can't even picture, I don't even want to picture in these battery type cells. I mean, that's just, it makes me sad, especially having my girls. It's just, you know, it's very hard. So there you go. That's everything you may want to know about eggs. If you are someone who loves eggs, they have pretty much said that eggs are great for you. They're one of the best full protein sources that you can actually get. Now, should you have five eggs a day? No, you can't, why not? Because everything that I ever tell you, you gotta have in moderation, right? So, you know, one egg a day with an egg white, that's pretty awesome, like you're, you're golden with that. When you start pushing it to two to three eggs with yolks, like it just might be a little too much fat. There is some concern about cholesterol, although tons of research has shown otherwise now that you don't have to worry about eggs for cholesterol because food cholesterol, blood cholesterol, blah, 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 are different things. I did a cholesterol uh, episode, you could check that out too. But eggs are a fantastic source of protein. But again, you do have to have everything in moderation. A lot of times it's not the eggs that are getting people into trouble in terms of weight gain or health issues. It's what people eat with eggs, meaning they have eggs with sausage. I don't I don't want to say that I never eat sausage. I never eat sausage in the morning. I can tell you that once in a while I have a sausage sandwich at night, but it's rare. Um, but it's more what people eat with eggs. Like sausage is not healthy, very high sodium, very processed. Um, people have all kinds of like hash browns and fried things with their eggs. And so a lot of times if people are, you know, gaining weight, it's not because of the eggs they ate. It was because of all the things around the eggs, which sometimes we love. We go out for breakfast and, 
you order eggs and it comes with a lot of other things that are just simply not healthy. But the egg part is usually the healthy part. So often when I hear people say, oh, I thought eggs aren't healthy, Eggs in moderation are healthy. The stuff that most people eat with the eggs, that's usually where you get into a little bit more trouble. Well, hopefully that helps you out the next time you hit the market you can decide uh, what kind of eggs are worth it for you. Is it worth a couple extra dollars to get the organic or not? That is always a personal choice, but I do hope that helped educate you because it certainly helped educate me, right? Okay, everyone, I hope you're signed up for Run Powered starts April 19th. If you haven't, go to runpowered.com. I don't care if you have never run before. If you are someone who have always wanted to run, but you're like, too intimidated to get into one of those run groups, this is the ideal way to get you started. It's all online. You're gonna do it by yourself, but you're gonna do it with me at your side virtually. Okay, so I'm gonna teach you about running. And again, it's for the most beginner or the most advanced. There's a lot of education because so many people were not running properly. And when I say that, I mean they were running hard every single day, or they weren't building up properly, or they were doing leg day the day before a speed workout. So many different things, or they weren't stretching long enough, or they weren't doing foam rolling. I've got it in a five-week program. I have put it together for you to build you up to get in your best shape yet before those summer bikinis even have to happen. So if you're just looking to shape up that workout schedule and you just need something inspiring to get you going again, Run Power, it is for you. It's spelled R-U-N-P-O-W-H-E-R, runpower.com. Sign up, get with this awesome group. We are gonna have so much fun and we are gonna get so sweaty and so fit. I cannot wait to share it with you. All right, everyone, Earn That Body, always here to bring you fitness, nutrition, and health information you can put into play right away. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. 